Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into the Extra Yard here on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Alex Dono alongside former Miami Dolphin Troy Stratford. We will talk some Dolphins on this episode, but at the same time... Do we have to? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Well, well, they also... I mean, not only are there the results on the field for the Dolphins, but this is is one of those days, Troy, where, you know, there's there's something going on that's bigger than the game itself. And, you know, after what happened last night, to Bills safety DeMar Hamlin, um, you know, former Pitt Panther, Buffalo Bills, one of the one of the bright players in the National Football League. Um, I, I'm still a little bit in shock um, making what appeared to be a pretty routine tackle on T. Higgins. Afterwards, Hamlin suffers from cardiac arrest. Uh, literally, his heart had to be restarted on the field. We came to find out based on the statement that the Bills gave out at 1.30 in the morning last night. And he was taken to University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which is, uh, that may sound familiar because that was the same hospital that Tua Tonga-Vailoa was taken to when he suffered his concussion on a Thursday night game against Cincinnati. And that's a, uh, a level one trauma center, I think is the the correct term to describe that one of the one of the best in the country so he yeah. should be in good hands and only and about then, two miles away from the stadium too so it's right there uh even better yeah and i mean just thankful for the responders you know the people like they go right into action you know like me not being in the medical field something like that happens i'm sure i'm gonna panic or do something like that but people are trained to do exactly that and to take care of people in those situations. So it seems like he had the best care that he could get at that particular time. So hopefully everything will work out in his favor. I hope so. And this is one of those things where, you know, every half hour, hour or so I'm checking for updates and I'm refreshing for updates. And it, it seems, and, and not that this is the best news, but it, well, I guess it, it could be worse, obviously, but it, it seems like it's been the status quo all throughout right. the morning. As far as we know, he's still in critical condition is Hamlin. I, I think he's stable, but he's still in critical condition. Uh, you know, for other soccer fans out there, this definitely reminds me of uh, the Christian Erickson situation in the Euro uh, summer of 2021, except with, with Erickson, I think by the time he got to the hospital, he was already conscious. And it sounds like things have been a little bit bumpier for Hamlin. You know, I'm not a big soccer fan unless it's a big game that's going on. I happen to be watching that game live, wow. you know, here in the patio. And that happened. And I was like, oh, my God, like. They're sitting there giving him, you know, resuscitation. They're trying to bring him back like his heart had to stop. And you look at the impact that it had not only on the players, but everyone in that entire stadium. And the same thing happened last night at the outpouring of support that his family is getting, that he is getting. You know, hopefully it will carry him through everything that he's facing right now. That's just a scary situation. You know, as a former football player, you – I used to personally, I used to pray before every game that I didn't hurt my neck. Like, please, Lord, let, let me get through this game. Let allow me to walk off of this field the way I'm walking onto this field. Right. That's that's I didn't pray for touchdowns and an outstanding game or anything like that. I just want my health. When this when these 60 minutes or longer are over, completed, I want to be able to shake someone's hand, say good game, good game. Go about my merry way, go into the locker room and be as healthy post game as I was pregame. 
Do you, do you think something something like this, if you're, and it doesn't even really matter if you're a teammate of Hamlin's, although I'm sure it obviously hits them harder because of how well they know him and he's he's in that locker room. But I, I think if you're if you're any football player at any level, you see something like this. Um, you know, how, how do you think this this makes another other NFL players, even college players, feel seeing something like that? Oh, it makes you stop. And you could bet that every player in the National Football League, they were on the phone to someone, someone on their team, someone on another team. It was just, you know, probably bananas last night. How many guys who play in the NFL, all of them, who were on the telephone talking to someone in between watching the ongoings that was taking place on the football field. It's just one of those scary situations. We know guys are going to get hurt playing football. Right. We know that. Like, there's no you just can't bypass it, right? But to that magnitude, that is beyond anything that anyone has really been a part of. Like, I'm pretty sure most people have had a class in school growing up where you learn how to do CPR, right? Yeah. We all had that class. And I doubt many of us, unless you had a tragedy in your family, very few of us has ever witnessed that live. Like we've watched it on TV and the impact on all of us, anyone that I've spoken to today, they've seen it, they heard about it, they went to check it out if they weren't watching it live, but that was still television. Can you imagine the impact that it had on those players who were there watching that. You saw the tears, the emotion of all of these guys because that's one of their brothers. And it, it doesn't matter what team you play for. You don't want anything or anything like that to happen to you or your teammate or your opponent. Yeah, you're out there trying to knock heads and, you know, kick someone's butt and dominate them and all of that. But within the confines of the game, you want to play the game the right way, the clean way. And unfortunately, this was just, you know, an accident where it was kind of flukish because it was a normal football play. It wasn't like we're sitting here chastising some guy that clocked someone's hit when he came across the middle of the field and he was outstretched and he was defenseless. This was not that case. So, you know, this is pretty scary no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. And ultimately, uh, I think they definitely made the right decision to postpone the game and, and postpone it indefinitely. Uh, it's not going to be made up or continued at any point this week. And, you know, we were talking, Troy, before the show, the NFL has released a statement. And of course, the thing that they're most concerned with right right now, and it's why, you know, they haven't really had any plan to continue this game, because right now they're just trying to see what happens with Hamlin, that his recovery and and God willing, um, God willing, we don't lose him and he bounces out of this. Um, that That's the most important thing right now. Uh, I think ultimately postponing the game and, and not continuing it, I think, was the right decision. Oh, uh, a I, lot of a lot of people were a lot of people were like kind of no, upset at how long no. it took to figure it out. But. Um, the thing Donald, is that there's Donald. not really a protocol for it, Troy, because they'd never, they'd never, they're like, okay, we got to stop this game, but we just need to make sure we, we approach this correctly. Like I, Absolutely. you know, I, I, they ultimately, they came to the right decision. Some people thought Correct. it took them too long to do it, but since it's something that hasn't really happened before, you know, everybody, everybody who makes those decisions or is involved in the decision just needs to make sure that it, it's, it's being done, you know, by the book and that they're creating a precedent for the future. I don't think it was blown out of proportion or maybe it is blown out of proportion from how the decision came down to finally postpone the game. But I'm telling you right now, I, 100%, if the NFL had tried to resume that game, the game would have never happened because the players would not have allowed it to happen. Yeah, They would have boycotted right there on the spot, and they would have said, we're not playing. So to me, it doesn't matter how long that decision came down. Yes, they have, like you said, I don't know if they had a protocol, but you bet that the top officials from Goodell down, Troy Vincent, you know, all of those guys, they had 
to get the phone call. They had to have a discussion of what was going on. But there is no way in the world any one of those players, they would have given up their paycheck. They would have said, I'm not playing. You can do what you want to do. I'm not going out there. See, because when it comes to football, right, there's always these stories when you talk about football players, uh, everything is done for them, everything. When we play football, Donald, the equipment managers and those who get you ready to play, just think about it. You have 55 guys, right? Getting dressed. I guess that's the number now. 55 53, guys. I think, but something, okay. yeah. 53 guys getting dressed for a game. And let's take a road game. So you the Miami Dolphins, 53 guys who like 53 different things. They like to get dressed a different way. And the job that they do, the equipment managers and trainers and all of that, when you walk into that locker room, everything is meticulous to the T. If you like this type of glove, you got that type of glove. You like this pair of sneakers, you got that pair of sneakers. It is unbelievable how they do it. And it's all neatly hung up in your locker room. Football is designed to keep your brain focused, focused on the task at hand. Before games, my family would be coming to the game. I knew where the seats were. Uh, if that game started and I look over and they're not in their seats. It's going to throw you off, right? It's going to throw me off. If I got head trash, we, we can look at uh, Jason Sanders right now. And the funk that he's in making field goals, he's carrying that every single day, day and night. It's just on his brain. So he's not focused the way that he should be focused. And we go back to last night, and I just don't see how any one of those players would have put their helmet on, strapped it up, and said, I'm going back out there and play. Absolutely impossible. Now, the NFL had tried to say, okay, mandatory, we got to go play. It would have been a nightmare scenario, yeah. scenario on their hands because it would have been a, a revolt right there by yeah. the players. And, and a PR nightmare. It, a it, PR the, 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 nightmare. The NFL could have never recovered from that if they tried to make never, them play. Never recovered from that. Yeah, and and you you I'm mentioned uh, <laughs> and, and and you mentioned you mentioned families. Um, Demar Hamlin's family happened to be in attendance in that game, which I you know obviously having to see I can't even imagine uh, what it was like to have to witness that scene in person. But um, I I think it it may have been a blessing that they were there because they could ride with him in the ambulance and and they could point because I mean, how how much worse if you're DeMar Hamlin's family, uh, if they, if they've been watching it on TV, that's a hundred times worse. Like at least when you're there, you feel like you can, you can be close to, you know, your, your son, your, your brother, uh, whatever. I mean, it's an awful situation, but being able to ride with him in the ambulance, that that must have felt like a, a blessing in the most horrible of circumstances. Absolutely. Can you imagine if they were out of state? They were like in oh. Buffalo somewhere or wherever they live. <sighs> and in the panic that would have engulfed that, that family, like who, who's yeah. well enough to drive? Where do we go? What do we do? Who do we call? Like it would have been a nightmare scenario. So good to hear that his family was there and, you know, they're with him now. And let's just, hope and pray that everything works out for the young man. Everything that I've read so far, he's an outstanding young guy, second year in the league. He has a nice charity that's going on and salute to the fans who have contributed. Like I heard last night where his charity, he was trying to raise $2,500 or something like it was some low number. As of now, the last I saw it was over four million dollars that have been donated just from fans whether it's five dollars two dollars whatever the case may be just incredible outpouring and support that he's getting that that, that's unbelievable and so you know let let, let me let me just let me just close this this off uh, this part of the show off by saying um if if you believe in prayer um be be praying for damar hamlin and his family and send 
positive thoughts, keep them in your thoughts. Cause I have been praying for him and, and for his loved ones since last night and for his teammates, because it's, you know, I, I think Troy, every, everybody who puts on that helmet as you did, uh, you, you understand that it's obviously a dangerous game. You talked about praying before every game to get through it without hurting your neck. Um, yeah. You know, there, there are obviously big risks. I think something like that is not something anyone ever expects to happen. You don't even fathom that happening, yeah. right? Yeah. You never even considered that, thought of that. And, and again, credit to the NFL. Like, okay, we've had some issues with how they handled the Tua concussion situation. And there was one doctor that was eventually fired and relieved of his duties because of the protocol, whether it was followed the right way, proper way or not. But you, you're talking about a situation here where Doctors on the sideline, they get to him immediately, they take care of business immediately, and that potentially saved his life. And let's just yeah. hope that that's no, the they case. did a hundred percent, they saved his Absolutely. life. Absolutely, his, his heart stopped on the football field. Yeah. Like, that's unheard of, you know? Yeah, so uh, we, we move on uh, to our Miami Dolphins, Troy, uh, eight and three. Feels like a distant memory. You remember Thanksgiving weekend when the Dolphins no. were eight and three on the year, eight no. and eight now on the season. And obviously, it wasn't the only problem this past Sunday against New England. But you know, anytime you get down to your third quarterback in a game after already being down one quarterback, Bridgewater starts the game, can't finish the game because he dislocates a finger on his throwing hand. Skylar Thompson also suffered a hand injury during the game. He continued, and actually, he was playing his best football with Skylar late in the fourth quarter. He led a touchdown drive. It was too little, too late. Dolphins needed to convert an onside kick to get one more crack. And Jason Sanders right. did about as well with the onside kick as he did with his actual field goal attempts throughout the year. Kicked it just right to a right to a Patriots player, but. Uh, you know, and now I guess before before we rewind back to the New England game, yeah, the situation here for the Dolphins now at quarterback. Okay, Tua has already been ruled out for Week 18. You know, yes. the soonest we could see him would be the playoffs if the Dolphins can get there. And Teddy Bridgewater, I think there's a slim chance he could play, but the swelling has got to go down on on his uh, his pinky on his throwing hand because and he it was dislocated. It wasn't broken, correct? Uh, I'm Teddy not Bridgewater. sure. I think it was. I think it was dislocated. I think is the right term. You you probably know better than me because you probably had fingers dislocated, so they can get dislocated but not necessarily broken. I have never suffered one, thank really? you. Really? Because I've, I've seen guys walk wow. off the field and, you oh. know, their finger is like, like all crazy. And I'm looking at them like, oh. Wow. <laughs> it was two. Actually, uh, there were three injuries I did not want. I already talked about the neck. Yeah. That was one. I never wanted a knee, and I ended up tearing my knee up. That was two. Three was I never wanted my shoulder to become dislocated, that like where painful. it slips out and they got to put it back in. Oh. And I never wanted my fingers dislocated because oh. they, it, it, it's kind of comical because it didn't happen to me. Oh, yeah. But the guys <laughs> that come off and their fingers are all different kinds of ways, you know, it's like four guys holding them, holding them, shielding them while a doctor is sitting there pulling it, getting it. Oh, I, uh. no, no fun having the finger dislocated. That, that, that is awful. So, so okay. So, so Teddy, it's possible Teddy could play if the swelling goes down. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the most likely option is that Skylar Thompson is going to start this game, and it is a must-win game this Sunday. Yes. Uh, I, I think it's going to happen Sunday, right? I'm not sure if they even finalized the uh, the time for the game yet, but it is a must-win game this weekend because the Dolphins have to beat the New York Jets. Correct to have a chance to get into the playoffs, but then they okay. also need some help because they need the, yeah. and and listen, I don't know what's going to go on with the bills for obvious reasons, but assuming right. the bills play the Patriots as scheduled, the bills need to beat the Patriots and the dolphins need to beat the jets. Okay. So the dolphins playing with a third string quarterback, they better have a, a, a damn good defense and they better have a running game that makes them some plays. No excuses. The Miami Dolphins have dropped the ball the last five weeks. They have lost five games in a row, not playing good football. 
And it's unfortunate that Teddy Bridgewater went down again. I don't know why he has such bad luck this year. You know, it just happens. But he gets two opportunities to lead this team. And he was playing pretty good football on Sunday before he went down. Yeah. But the first time, it was the first play of the game he was out of there. Or the second play of the game. Which was not his fault whatsoever that time. Which wasn't his fault. The spotter just pulled him out for no reason. (laughs) <laughs> right, so now we're down to the number three quarterback yeah. and the situation that he is going to be faced with. The only bright side of this is he knows right now on Tuesday that he is the starting quarterback on Sunday. Right. So you prepare totally differently. I know his prep changed last week when he knew Tua wasn't playing and he was going to be the backup. But never in a million years did he really sit there and say, okay, Teddy's not going to go down again. Yeah. I'm right. Stick it out. That already this. happened before. That's yeah. not going to happen again. Right. So it happens again. Now, all of a sudden, he's thrust into the game once again. But this week, he's actually going to prepare. He's going to take more snaps than anyone. Or do they even have another quarterback to take snaps in practice? He's going to have the most snaps. He's going to be able to get a little more comfortable. And you could bet the Jets, even though they have been eliminated, they want to go out on a a high end. But if you jump on the Jets early enough, they'll lay down like dogs, right? They'll lay down and say, all right. I I wanted to ask you about that because how do you think from the Jets mentality – the only thing they have to play for is to play spoiler, right? That and and you listen, you know, I don't know if it matters as much to these players as it did when you played, because I remember when the Dolphins versus Jets rivalry seemed to really mean something. Now right. it seems like all these players in every league, they're all Instagram friends and stuff. Like I don't know if they even hate right. each other like they used to. I don't but like <laughs> but the opportunity, like like the Jets, they can't get into the playoffs, but they can keep the Dolphins out of the playoffs. That means something, right? I'm guessing it means something. I I know at the beginning of the game, you come to play. That You're a professional. That's your job. You have one more game that you have to play. But don't think for one second that guys who are playing in the final game of the season, and they're sitting there saying, we're not going to the playoffs. This is over after this is over. I want to get my butt out of there, and I don't want to get hurt. Now, if I get hurt in this final game and it jeopardizes the start of next season, I don't want that to happen. So there are guys who, yeah, they'll play right from the start. They'll be gung-ho about getting down and getting after it. But, you know, as that game goes along and if the Miami Dolphins get up like 10, 14 points, they'll have a little push, but – They'll roll over and say, I'm out. I'm out. I, I had enough. Now, there are guys who, even though they make, you know, millions of dollars nowadays, there are guys who still have incentives in their contract. And you know there's someone short two sacks from a hundred grand or something like that. You know, one guy needs two more catches, one more touchdown. They're playing for that. And make no mistake about it, they're playing for that. Yeah, it's all about the game, but they're also playing for those incentives that are still remaining. It, it doesn't help uh, that the Dolphins' offensive line is so beat up as well. Like, you know, Kendall Lamb gets hurt in the game. He's unlikely to play next week. I, I don't know if Armstead or Eric Fisher, both of them were inactive last week. If either of them or both of them are able to come back this week, but it's been tough. I mean, you're you're talking about a, a team that's obviously struggled to protect quarterbacks all year long with the number of quarterback injuries the Dolphins have had. It doesn't help when it's like a revolving door of offensive tackles who keep getting hurt. Right. I mean, injuries at key positions on this football team. Key positions, right? Left tackle, quarterback, cornerback, offensive line. Like, you just can't overcome – one after another after another it beats you down and you know coach mcdaniel not talking about the injuries but he kind of called out some of his frontline players he's like you know our players need to make plays they need to execute better because the game of football comes down to that one word right there it all comes down to execution he's like they got to make plays when their number is called they have to answer the bell 
and make plays. And over the last five weeks, we haven't seen that on a consistent basis. We used to watch this team early in the season, and we go, oh, man, this is a damn good football team. They could beat you in a number of different ways. The defense is playing pretty good when needed, outstanding at times. The offense has been electrifying and making big plays. Quarterback position was on point. And we're sitting there saying, how could you stop us? How can you stop us? We're sitting here talking about the, the two-game West Coast trip and then Buffalo right after that saying, okay, maybe we'll lose one of those. Yeah, maybe we'll go two and two <laughs> in those four games, something like that, three I'll and one. I'll take two yeah. and one, okay? I'll take two and one. Yeah. We'll give one of those teams a victory. And here we are. I can't tell you what month we were in. We done been through New Year's. We've been through Christmas. We've been through Thanksgiving. Yeah. Last time yeah. the Miami Dolphins won a game. It's just way too long, way too long. You know, I'm, I'm not using this as, as an excuse because the Patriots have injuries as well, and their defensive Correct. backfield was decimated. Uh, their quarterback, he may technically be their starting quarterback, but he's not very good. But at the same time, from a Dolphins point of view, Troy, I, you know, maybe I just don't pay close enough attention to other teams throughout the years, but I can say as a Dolphin fan, I don't think I can ever remember a season like this where you've had to go down to the third quarterback this many times. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details times it's it's not something i've ever seen like how many times they've had to get all the way down to the third stringer i've never seen this you know I, quickly i'm just trying to go back in my mind and i don't recall the miami dolphins getting that to the third like most years we don't even have a third stringer it's it's a, an emergency practice squad right. guy and you never see him play so who do we have if if Teddy can't play this week? Who I'm not do we even have as a backup? sure. I'm not even sure because we had uh, we had Reed Sinnott for a while, but I think he got poached again. If I'm not mistaken, um, I don't even know who our. Uh, l- l- let me let me see who. I, I, I hope I hope they're into uh, integrating the the Wildcat like some form of. Yeah, I know. I know our emergency quarterback is a wide receiver. Um, right? Was uh, was Cedric Wilson? I I I doubt he's going to be officially the backup quarterback this week. I think they're probably going to have a practice squad body for that. But I that would have been. I mean, if if uh, if Skyler had had to leave the game, it would have been Cedric Wilson playing. They're going to bring back the wing T. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to have this crowded backfield, and they're just going <laughs> to hand the ball off every down like. I, I hope no one goes down this week because I don't know if the Miami Dolphins actually have an answer for that. I really don't. Here's the stat we were looking for from Alfredo uh, from three yards per carry who needs no introduction. He is the man. He says first time in team history to play multiple quarterbacks in four games. This is a, this is this is historic bad luck that the Dolphins have had this year, Troy. Historic. I don't even know what to say about it. I, I really don't. I don't know what to say about it. Unfortunate, unlucky, I don't know. Hey, talking about quarterbacks, the elephant in the room is what do you do with Tua? Yeah, I wanted to get to that. I I didn't want to be the one to bring it up because I've got the reputation of being a Tua hater, so I was waiting for Troy to bring it up. But, you know, you're talking about in in this league, once you get to that second contract – if you're a franchise quarterback, you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in that next contract. Uh, his, you know, his his injury issues and the concussion issue, from a business point of view, you got to think long and hard about that next contract now, don't you? Can't do it. Wow. Can't do it. This is a football team, and you know, there's a saint, right? The train only slows down, but it never stops. Slows down and get a couple people off, get a couple of people on, but the machine never stops. And the Miami Dolphins are bigger than Tua. Now, I don't know what their plans are, but you are the head coach, you are the general manager of this football team. And I love Tua, you know, big fan of Tua's now. Yeah, I yeah. was critical of him the first two years. Me too. Big fan, love the way he plays. Love the way he runs this offense. 
But I'm sitting here saying, okay, let's say Dolphins win or lose this week. They go to the playoffs. They're probably not going to do much, right? I don't know. I doubt that they would bring Tua back. I really doubt that they would bring him back this year. Uh, you, you think if, if he gets a clean bill of health, do you think missing two games would satisfy the angry mob? Because I, I know that there's a PR component to this as well. That like if because if if they were to bring Tua back for this week, there would be just outrage, right? But do you think if he were to get a clean bill of health that they could bring him back for the playoffs? I'm not sure. I think they maybe they could. If he gets a clean bill of health, he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to stop him from playing. There's too much on the line. That means that you are in the playoffs. He's going to play. Now, whether he gets dinged again in that first playoff game, if it was to occur, as an organization, you can't demand accountability. And it's not his fault. Right. It just happens. You cannot demand accountability and have everyone on that football team ready to ride with Tua once again, and you're not prepared for him to miss games again. And if he misses games again, shame on you, because the history says you have to do, oh, excuse me, you have to do something, you have to do something differently. Like, I I hate to say it, but I can't invest in them because yeah. it's such a tricky thing that's going on here. I, I'm like, you got to turn the page. It's a hard situation. It really is. Very hard situation. That's a tough decision that Greer upstairs and Coach McDaniel that they're going to have to make. But I'm sitting there saying, you know, I want to be here for the next four or five years. I want to build something special here. You turn around and you say, can I count on you? You can count on me. And you really can't count on anyone. But you look at two and you go, can I count on you? And, th- and this no is, one has the answer to that. And and this is the last thing that anybody wanted. And I know like Tua, the last uh, two and a half years has been very polarizing, even within the Dolphins fan base, right? He has his believers and he has his detractors. He even has his haters. It's been very polarizing. But I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think all anybody wanted was if there comes a time when the Dolphins need to move on, you want that to be a picture that's clearly painted based on purely how he performs on the field, right? That, you know, the, the, the two, uh, the two, uh, um, the two backers just wanted to know, Hey, we've got him, We've got our, our franchise quarterback and nothing can stand in his way. And and we go full steam ahead, pay the man, whatever you need to pay the man. Whereas, you know, the, the two haters were like, Oh, I just, I want him to get exposed on the field. You're going to see after a thousand interceptions, this guy's I don't think anybody wants, and, and again, I, I don't know, nobody knows what's really going to happen here because we got to let this play out medically, but I don't think anybody wanted the Dolphins to be in a situation where they might have to make the decision to move on primarily based on his health because that that's what it's going to be. I mean, we, we can all nitpick some of the games he's had during this losing streak, but if they have to decide to move on from him, I think health would have to be the deciding factor there, and nobody wanted that. This is not about his play on the field. Like, yeah. two, I think, has overcome that hurdle, right? And to be honest with you, leading up to Sunday's game, I kind of missed the drama. I'm just using the word drama that Tua brings to the game. Like, the excitement of what are we going to see today? The haters out there sitting here saying, oh, he's going to bomb. The guys who support him, oh, he's going to have another great game. He's going to make some big plays. And this game was starting, and I'm sitting there like, okay, like there was no excitement for me anyway. Yeah. But when it comes to Tua, I'm sure he has seen tons of doctors already. But as soon as this season is complete for him, he will be to every specialist in the United States and maybe outside of the United States over a period of time. He is going to be picked and probed and shaking and all of that people are going to try and come up with some solution of how you can actually prevent this from happening but again he has had these creepy falls where he goes down and it's the back of his head that slams into the ground 
And honestly, you really don't see too many players going down like that. And I'm wondering why is it happening to Tuba like that? Right. And, and what I think part of the problem, and this is just my opinion, obviously, I do not have a medical license. Thank goodness for anybody out there. I'm not a doctor because you wouldn't want me to be a doctor. But I mean, the more it happens, the more susceptible you are right. for it to happen in the future. Like the fact that he has suffered at least one prior concussion this year, if not two, makes it easier to get that bell rung for a second, third time. Donald, 18 game seasons now. Chances of it happening again next year? Yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you got to bet the over one. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. It's yeah. Probably going to happen. Yeah. You just stated, yeah. you know, yes, we are aware that once you sustain one, chances are high that you're going to sustain another one. And I'm glad I'm not sitting in that seat to have to make that decision. But I'm sitting here now as a Miami Dolphin saying, okay, we got to start looking around and we got to figure this out. We have to figure out who we're going to have in place. I don't think you can bring back Teddy Bridgewater anymore. Like, no. You're paying, him, you're paying him way too much to be just right? the Kobe Brissett 2.0. It's, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. We're looking at him and saying, you can't stay healthy. We can't yeah. count on you, right? Yeah. We cannot push all our chips to the center of the table and count on you. No, you can't. What, what kind of shape this. do you what kind of shape do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick is in right now? I, I imagine he's probably put on 30 pounds since he's since his probably. brief retirement started. Yeah, he, he looks like a fat cat there on TV. He looks on like Santa Thursdays. Claus now. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> no, but no, and, and, no Fitzpatrick. And when you talk, you talk, Troy, about that that decision in the Dolphins front office, and it's not just them, obviously. Doctors, Tua himself, right? Because at the end of the day, it's his health. So he's gonna have He's going to have big input on whether he wants to keep playing or not keep playing. Uh, but Tony two times brings this up from a Dolphins perspective. This team is built to win now. To have right. to wait a few years for Skyler or someone else to develop would be detrimental. I mean, look at just the deal, the deal that the Dolphins made this year. They, you know, spent a big package and a big contract for Bradley Chubb. What's he done, by the way? He didn't even play on Sunday. And honestly, Troy, I forgot that he was inactive because him not being on the field had about the same impact as he's had on the field so far. <laughs> not much. It's hard for me to dispute that. It is. I, I don't know. But, you know, the guy in the chat, he is 100% right. This team is built to win now, right? Yep. It is built to win now. And how do you fix that quarterback situation? This this is a very complex situation, in my opinion, by the Miami Dolphins that they have to make. Complex. Yeah, and, and being real, you're probably right about this. The Chubb has helped Jalen Phillips get sacks. I'm, you know, yes, he has. Yeah, I'm being a little tongue in cheek when I when I yeah, criticize we, Chubb. We but, that but, out. At the same time, I don't. I don't know if you you went out and made that deal and paid him all that money just to make Jalen Phillips a, a better pass rusher than he already was. I think you you know you were probably you're probably investing more in the impact of Bradley Chubb. But hold on, I want to get to uh, to this coming weekend uh, in a second here. But guys, we have to talk about the amazing things going on at Prize Picks. And just so you know, yes, you can play Prize Picks during the postseason coming up. Of course, Week 18 coming up. They've got daily fantasy games you can play at prizepicks.com or the PrizePix mobile app. Uh, this has changed the way that Troy and I watch football, right? Because you have all these <laughs> select, and th this is so much better. Honestly, Troy, I've given some thought to just quitting yearly fantasy next year. Yeah. A little bit of, I'm a little bit bitter because I come in third place in my league every year. Like I, I always get knocked out in the semifinals and then I put up like 600 points in the third place game where I would have won the super. It like going year to year is frustrating. Prize picks, you go game to game, day by day. And it's not just football. You can mix your selections in with hockey players, soccer players. You can go cross league and cross sport. With prize picks, you can mix in NBA players with NFL players. So what you do is you go to the prize picks mobile app or prizepicks.com and you select two, three, four, five players and you predict if they're going to go over or under 
their stat projections. So you're picking the overs and the unders like, you know, uh, is uh, is so-and-so going to throw for over 300 passing yards or under? I'll give you some of the numbers for this week in a second. And you make your selections. And if you get all your selections right, you win real money. You're winning two times, five times, ten times your money back for getting your selections correct. It's it's kind of like instant gratification football. It's daily fantasy with a twist. And I'm encouraging you guys to sign up. And when you make your first deposit, because you do have to deposit real money to make real money, but they make it very easy. It's legal in, in Florida. It's legal in most states. So there's nothing offshore or shady about this whatsoever. Very easy to make your deposit. Very easy to cash out. It's almost too easy to cash out it because I've been on some shady offshore sites in my day. And it's like usually they make you like... Uh, you have to like open up an account in Taiwan to like cash out your winnings. Not like that with prize picks at all. Like it goes right to your PayPal or to your bank account. Uh, so when you make your first deposit, use our promo code five. You have to spell it out. That's F I V E. And they're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. So if you deposit a hundred bucks, Troy, you can get a hundred bucks free. And I know Troy, you've been spreading the prize picks gospel as I have, and you've been having a lot of fun with this. My season has gone a lot like the Dolphins season. Streaky? Streaky. Hot? When the Dolphins were hot, uh, I was hot. You're picking when the too Dolphins, many Dolphins went then. In the tank, and it's not even all Dolphin selections. A couple weeks they had them in there, but, you know, my last – I'm going to say I'm right there with the Dolphins. My last four or five weeks have been, you know, in yeah. the L column. But that's all. Wow. That's all. I still love it, and I still be on there tonight and Saturday and Sunday. I got to get some college action in there. Yeah, the, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. The cut and dude, these college bowl games have been insane. I mean, Tulane over USC yesterday. Both of the college football playoff semifinals were ridiculous games. I mean, this has been awesome. So I'm looking ahead to a couple numbers for this Saturday. Uh, you've got the Chiefs against the Raiders. Pat Mahomes, big number, 290 and a half passing yards. Do you Ooh. go over or under 290.5 for Pat Mahomes against the Raiders? That's a big number right there. But again, the Raiders, they're not playing for much. And Kansas City still got their foot on the pedal. I say they're destroying them. <laughs> Even yeah, though that's a high I number. I agree. And you should play the under. I'm an over guy. I like the over. I see him hitting big. So I'm looking at the Dolphins-Jets game Sunday, 1 o'clock. And uh, I, there, there's no Dolphins quarterback on the board because we quite frankly don't. We know it's not going to be Tua, but we don't know for sure if it's going to be Skyler or Teddy. But we do have Mike White on the board of the New York Jets. Mike White over or under 250.5. I'm going to say... I'm going to say under. I'm going to say you're saying saying under as well. I'm saying under. Yeah. Are you just saying that because it's the Dolphins or can I take that to the bank? No, I I don't think he's going to perform that well against the Miami Dolphins, even though the Miami Dolphins, you know, still depleted back there in the secondary. Yeah. I think they'll get after him. Listen, the Miami Dolphins, they, they still got an opportunity here. As much as we're down on this football team, they better come ready to play. And you could bet that defensively they're not saving anything they're coming so they they're gonna be after mike white they better be after him they better put every blitz package they could find and throw it at him and you know trust the guys out there in the covers just don't give them a lot of time to throw the football i definitely don't i see him as a number so all right uh let's go over one more and this one's tricky not knowing who the quarterback is going to be Tyreek Hill, who only had 55 receiving yards on Sunday, this past Sunday, his number against the New York Jets is over or under 70 and a half. Now, I'm going to go over because regardless of who the quarterback was last week and who it's going to be this week, I think 55 receiving yards was uh, for him a fluky low. And even if it is, even if Cedric Wilson ends up suiting up at quarterback, I still think Tyreek is going to have over 70 receiving yards this week. What do you think? Him and Waddle were under last week, but the way I look at playing those two wide receivers is if if you're taking either one of them, chances are, okay, 
chances are they're both going to – they have that potential for that one big play. Yeah. 40-yard touchdown, 50, 60-yard touchdown. And that gets you there. Oh, excuse me again. Sorry. That gets <laughs> right. you there. All, all it takes is, you know, two more catches of seven yards or five yards and you're there. So I play over when it comes to the wide receivers. Now, that being said, who's our quarterback? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But also, I definitely think I would take, just as a matter of principle, I would take over 70.5 on Tyreek Hill because I figure the number is going to be extra low given the outside circumstances. So, like, because usually when we look at Hill, his number's usually in, like, 89, 90s, right? So the fact that you can get Tyreek Hill over under 70.5, as a matter of principle, I don't even care if I lose. I'm going to try it. (laughs) I'm going to take the over. I like you thinking. I like yeah. you thinking. Yeah. There are plenty of times, Troy, and this may just be me justifying uh, my bad habits, but sometimes I'll lose a bet and I'll be like, you know what? I still made the right play. Like, cause sometimes you oh. make, you make <laughs> some, sometimes you make the right play and even the right play doesn't always hit. And I, I can, I can sleep at night thinking, Hey, even if so you, e- even you if justify Hill, it. I justify it, like like if if, if Tyreek oh, Hill, they don't know what they're doing. If they Tyreek, don't, they don't if Tyreek Hill has sixty nine receiving yards this week, and I lose my prize pick on that, I'm still going to go to bed on Sunday night thinking I made the right call. I can sleep tonight. In this case, I'm going to agree with you on the Tyreek Hill thing. <laughs> he should be able to have one big play in him and three other just normal plays in him which should get him over that number. So it sounds like a good play to me. All right, so go to prizepicks.com or the PrizePicks mobile app. And when you make your first deposit, which is really easy to do, it's easy to deposit and easy to withdraw. You do not have to open a bank account in Shanghai like some of those offshore sites. It's just very easy, fully legal in Florida, PrizePicks. PrizePicks.com, use our code 5, that's F-I-V-E, and they're going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So make sure you remember to type in our code Five F I V E Prize Picks truly is daily fantasy made easy. Oh man! So, what do you think happens this Sunday, Troy? Uh, and 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 if if the Dolphins win and they go nine and seven, uh, but potentially make the playoffs, uh, how much better do you feel about last year where they went nine and seven under flow and missed the playoffs? I look at this team, especially offensively, and I say it's just we didn't have an offense last year. Nope. They're explosive. They have just had the injury bug at the quarterback spot, and can they overcome that? That's that's a long shot. You're asking a lot, but I would like to see a complete game against the New York Jets. You, You have something to play for. Again, the Jets do not. You jump on them early enough, you get after them, and you, you're going to walk away with that game, and then you let the next week, playoff week, you let that lie where it met. You know, you get everyone who you could possibly get out there on the football field as long as they're healthy, and you have to ride with it. So it may be a good chance that Tua comes back and play, and that would be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. So, you know, part of me earlier this week, it's only Tuesday, but after the game, I'm sitting there saying. It feels like it's later than Tuesday. It does. Uh, It does. I'm sitting there saying, do I even want the Miami Dolphins to make the playoffs? I I question that. I go, do I want them to make it? They're not going to do anything in the playoffs. And then I sat there and said, Troy, stop. You know, smack yourself. You absolutely want the opportunity to go to the playoffs. I think I we spoke about this early in the year. It gets guys experience going to the playoffs. They get to taste that a little bit. They become hungrier in that offseason. Your younger guys will be a year older, a little bit more mature when they come back next year. And if they have a little bit of playoff taste under their belt, well, that's, that's not bad. That goes a long way. So smack myself again for saying – I don't even care if they make it, but I definitely want them to beat the Jets, and I hope the Buffalo Bills can actually pull it together and put up a good game against the New England Patriots and knock them out. Yeah. I can't see the Patriots going up to Buffalo now. 
and knocking them off. But who knows what state that Buffalo team is going to be in? They are either going to be one for our teammate and rally around and play even at a higher level than they've been playing, or they're just going to be like from a tough week or whatever. They might be a little sluggish, but the way I see it, this week's game for the Buffalo Bills, when this week is over, this this game for them will be an escape. Even though it all happened on the football field with their teammate, getting back on that football field and getting hit and getting up, I think that's going to be a relief. And that game is in Buffalo also. You know, that place is it's already bonkers. That place is just going to be like on a decibel level that you've never heard before. Mm. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we will uh, we will close it out on that note. Hopefully we can, you know, finish the Dolphins regular season on a high note, which hopefully would include punching a ticket to the NFL postseason. Even if they have to kind of back their way into the playoffs, they'd still rather be in than not in. A huge thank you and shout out to everybody who gave us some love in the live chat. And if you're watching this later on, thank you for joining us. And if you're listening to this later on, because remember, every episode of The Extra Yard gets posted on the Three Yards Per Carry audio podcast feed. So you probably are already subscribed. Hold on. I got to swat this uh, spammer is calling me. I get uh, I don't want my phone. I, I Dude, Troy, I get like four spam calls a day. It's getting to a point where like, I'm just going to ditch my my phone plan. Like, I'm going to keep a smartphone so I can be on the internet and stuff. But I, I don't even think I need phone. I get more spam calls than real calls. I don't get no, – nobody actually wants to call me. Just the spammers. It's terrible. What are you, like 70 years old or something? They got you off of some rotary? <laughs> I get them all. I get calls yeah. about, like, Medicaid. I get calls about – I get, like, five of those vehicle extended warranty calls per day. It's like – Oh, eh. my goodness. It never stops, man. It. I, I got my, – my number got sold on some list, and it's just it, – Somebody. I, someone yeah. got a hold of your number, yes. Somebody Somebody sold my information. Well, uh, hopefully they're not selling your information. You can get the audio version of this show every week on the Three Yards Per Carry podcast podcast feed which you should be subscribed to already because three yards per carry is an awesome show uh troy huge shout out and thank you and we'll do this again next week hopefully talking about a playoff berth <laughs> we'll talk to everybody next time on another episode <laughs> of the extra yard part of the five reasons sports network see ya see ya save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 percent lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details